Need more time? Want more from your business and your life? Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast, where, where, where you'll learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. Now, now, now. here's your host, Jonathan. Jonathan Milligan. So what do you do when unexpected luck shows up? I mean, maybe you've had a series of unfortunate events, a string of bad days in a row, and you think, my luck's got to change. Well, that's what's going to happen today in our story. If you haven't grabbed a hold of the story, either read it or listened to it, I'd encourage you to listen to the first three chapters, because this podcast is sponsored by my brand new book that I'm writing called The Gift, What You Have That the Richest Man Can't Buy. And it's a story for anyone who wants to discover their gift so that they can bless others. And we left off with Mac Johnson in the first three chapters. He's had a series of unfortunate events happen to him. He went from being miserable in his work, sitting on a park bench in Central Park in New York City, to after lunch, being let go from his job, going home and telling his wife, and his wife is growing distant from him in their relationship. And he's just looking for a sign. What good can possibly happen to him, or what else bad could possibly happen to him? That's where we left off in the story with Mac Johnson. So today I'm going to read chapter four. If you'd like to read the entire first five chapters of the book, you can go to it at jonathanmilligan.com forward slash the gift. So I'm going to jump in right into chapter four and let's pick up the next morning after a string of bad events has happened into his life. Chapter four is entitled The Unexpected Invitation. The next morning, Mac woke up to an empty bed. At first, it startled him until he heard everyone downstairs. He had just slept in. Now that was something he had not done in a very long time. He actually kind of enjoyed it. For the last several years, he was up way before the sun. He had to in order to catch the subway and to be on work to work on time. Even though it felt strange for him not to have an agenda for the day, he sort of liked it. The real challenge was figuring out how to survive all day at home with the tension as high as it was. He managed to get dressed in order to head downstairs for breakfast. When he arrived in the kitchen, he heard his kids say unanimously, Daddy! That made him feel good until Kayla said, Daddy, what are you doing here? It was an honest question, but it still hurt. I guess the kids have been used to being without me, he thought. Jordan had pancakes and syrup all over his cute little face. It was obvious he had been taking turns between using his fork and using his hands to eat his breakfast. After breakfast, Mac decided to go for a walk around the neighborhood. He thought it'd be a good way to clear his thoughts, and besides, being in the house with Amy all day was probably a recipe for disaster. As he felt the coolness of the morning, it began to revive his spirit just a bit. There was something about being outside. He continued walking towards the back of his subdivision, 
The last phase of houses were yet to be built. The roads were paved, the lots were primed, but there was just land and no homes. The building of new houses had come to a screeching halt since the recession hit. As the road winded to the back of the property, he saw one empty cul-de-sac after another. It was quiet and peaceful, much different than what he had experienced most mornings. Crowded subways and grumpy people with a hot latte in tote, all rushing to work. Walking to the end of the street, all he saw was empty lots in the woods that seemed to outline the back of each property. He saw the birds as they whipped around, played, and chirped. Life must be easy for birds, he wondered. He noticed the mist rising from the pond at the end of one of the cul-de-sacs, so he decided just to sit by the pond and think for a while. He pulled out the paper that he had written on the day before. It was the document he began to write as he sat on the park bench in Central Park. It was his attempt to get all of his frustrations out on paper. He began to read each item one by one. It was a long list of everything that was frustrating him in life. He took another deep breath as he began to feel the pressure pour onto him once again. He still had no answers to all of these problems. As he looked up, Matt noticed the pond was still as ice, and the mist rose from the pond in a calming, soft way. The sun was just beginning to peek over the tops of the trees. He saw the rays of the sun as they began to shine through onto the pond. What an awesome sight, he thought. The pure beauty of the moment caused him to turn his eyes upward. God, if you're at all interested in me, give me a sign. Just something. I don't know what to do or where to go from here. I've always believed in you, but I'm beginning to have my doubts. Do you even really care about me? If so, prove it. Matt crumbled up the paper and shoved it in his pocket. He stood up brushed himself off, and began to make the trek towards home. As he arrived within a 100 feet or so from his home, he noticed a FedEx truck parked directly in front of his house. What could that be, he wondered. It had to have been something Amy ordered. She knows we can't afford to spend any money right now, he thought angrily. The FedEx sped off before he got to the house. Walking in the front door, he saw Amy holding an envelope package. What is it? he asked Amy. I don't know. I didn't order anything, she answered. At least that made him feel a little bit better. Whatever it was, he wasn't going to be happy unless it was a million-dollar check from Publisher's Clearinghouse. He grabbed the tab on the envelope and ripped it open. Inside was a letter and four plane tickets to Idaho. Confused, he began to read the letter. Mac and family, I hope you're doing well. I recently heard that times have been tough on you, Amy, and the kids. Grandma and I have been praying for a few days about what we might be able to do to help. Included with this letter is four round-trip airline tickets to Idaho. 
Sorry if we're being a little presumptuous, but we're both convinced that you need to get away and come see us. Can't wait to see you, Amy, and the kids. Love you, Granddaddy. P.S. The tickets are non-refundable. Mac was speechless. I mean, it's been a while since he even spoke with his grandfather. He had a mix of emotions. On one hand, it was a bit rude to just shove four airplane tickets in someone's face and expect them to drop whatever they were doing and come out to Idaho for a week. On the other hand, he did ask God for a sign. There was no denying that this was a sign. By the time Mac finished his thinking, Amy had just finished reading the letter herself. She took a deep breath and was trying to process this as well. She always had a tendency to think through all the details. Mac was more spontaneous, but he learned early on in the marriage that she wasn't that way and needed time to process out the specifics. Amy finally spoke up. Well, I'm not completely happy about it, but I don't want to waste their money and their generosity either, so I guess we're going. Besides, it'll be good for the kids to spend some time with them. You know, your grandparents, they are getting up there in age. Mac just listened. He was a bit surprised as she jumped on board so quickly, but then again, he wondered if deep inside, she wanted a change of pace herself. Okay, looks like we're going on a road trip, kids, Mac said, shrugging his shoulders. And with that, the packing for the trip began. After all... The plane was scheduled for takeoff in less than 48 hours. So, if you would like to read the next chapter, you can go and grab it right now for free at jonathanmilligan.com forward slash the gift. And you'll learn what happens next as they begin to pack up and take this unexpected invitation to fly out west and spend time with their grandparents. Well, that's it for today's episode of Simple Life Habits. Once again, as always, I appreciate and value the feedback greatly that you send my way. In fact, on iTunes, we've got um, a feedback rating of five, and this is what she said, Game Changer. I stumbled across this podcast series when family and work seemed to be out of control. I listened to them each day in the car on the way to and from work, most at least three times to fully understand them. Within a week of putting into action most of the actions, I am now so relaxed and achieving more than ever. Thanks, Jonathan. Well, I think that's awesome. Thank you so much for your positive feedback. And if you would do me the great honor of going and sharing this podcast so others can find out about it, maybe you know somebody who's struggling right now in their life and their work, and they just need to believe that they, in fact, have a gift because you have a gift and your gift is needed in the world. Discovering that gift will unleash a whole new level of passion and power in your life. And that's the journey I want to take you on. It's not just telling you a story for storytelling's sake, but I want to lead you on this journey, this pathway to discovering that gift so that you, in fact, can bless others. So until next time, go make a difference in someone's world.